0: In Back here on the Bernie and Sid Show, heard everywhere in the 77 WABC app. I believe this is one of Bill O'Reilly's favorite songs is why Matt Meaney played it. But listen, the purveyor of BillOReilly.com, which is getting incredible numbers. I mean, unbelievable for good reason as well. BillOReilly.com, every night, a live podcast at 7 o'clock, columns galore. He's, he's got another column out, it's called One World. And it's very, very, very interesting reading. Anyway, let's bring in Bill O'Reilly on the Bernie and Sigil. Good morning to you, Mr. O'Reilly.
1: Hey, guys. Brooke Benton, best 45 ever recorded. You guys remember 45s, right? Yes. I do. do. All right. Brilliant, brilliant song. And uh, having some rainy days down in Georgia right now. Big controversy, obviously.
0: (laughs) Oh, you know, that that leads us. Why not start there? Why not start there, Bill O'Reilly? The president yesterday, last night. He said he actually disagrees with the governor of Georgia. They're going to reopen tomorrow. We were talking about it all morning, uh, he, including uh, you know, massage parlors, tattoo parlors, nail salons, just hair, etc. The president disagrees. You know this big divide in the country, whether to reopen or not. What does Bill O'Reilly say?
1: Well, if I uh, were designing policy for the state of Georgia, I'd certainly be uh, more precise in what can and can't happen. Um, the data isn't there yet. We don't know um, what level the contagion is in Georgia. And if you don't know, you've got to be more cautious because you can't put people in danger. You're always going to have a segment of the population that says, well, I don't care. I'm going to do what I want. You know, it's not a big segment, but it's 15% of us. I don't care. I'm going to do what I want. But the problem is that you do what you want, other people get hurt. Um, so I don't think I would have, had I been, um, Mr. Kemp, the governor of Georgia, I don't think I would have opened all the personal service stores. I would have rolled it out in a, uh, a more conservative way, uh, just in the interest of public health.
2: Okay. Fair enough. But listen, that's Georgia. And we could talk about Carolyn Goodman, who's my new favorite person in Las Vegas too. But, Let's talk about here, New York. Uh, we, we heard that if the, the two weeks, the numbers go down, and they've been going down dramatically here, right? Hospital visits, intubations, even deaths. All these numbers going down dramatically. They promised us when that happened, Bill O'Reilly, that we would start to at least uh, consider reopening some stuff. and. And we're not getting that. Cuomo goes on for 30 minutes about how good things are getting, and then he tells us, but we're not stupid, we're not going to do anything drastic, and we're not going to do anything anytime soon. These mixed messages, they're killing me.
1: Yeah, I think he's got to lay out some improvements, um, and he's got to basically uh, do it in a methodical way. Look, the key to this thing is morale. So I write my message of the day, um, and I say, you got to open up professional sports. you got to do it May 15th, because you, you need three weeks to train and to tra- uh, test. So it would work this way. Uh, Major League Baseball opens. They play in the minor league parks. NHL, NBA open. They play in their arenas. No fans. You test the players and the personnel around the players and the broadcasters every three days. And then you let television and radio go in and cover the games. Now, that is extraordinarily important for the country's morale, and it shows that, yes, we still have an urgency because there's no fans in the stands, but we're reasonable people trying to work to a place to provide relief for the American people. Relief is the key word. So when I put that out there, and I know it got to President Trump, um, I got silence. I get crickets, and I'm saying to myself, look, this is workable. This is doable, and you guys have to make it happen. The downside is not nearly what the upside is, and that's the calculation. What's the downside? What's the upside? So I want and I'm demanding board's wow. just... open on uh... – on May
0: 15th. Yeah, I, I could not agree more. What, what, a, what a morale booster that would be. Yeah. A, a semblance of normalcy. And again, as you point out, it's not that difficult, to really, to, to People to, to, are going
1: to start committing suicide if they have to watch more cable news.
0: <laughs> it's, <true. laughs> oh, yeah. I
1: mean, it's, it's going to be masses. It's going to be people like wandering off cliffs.
0: <laughs> it is terribly depressing what we have to watch. Uh,
1: yeah. A, a, Give me anything. I'll, I'll take the Winnipeg-Calgary uh, game.
0: How Give me about, that. How about chess? You know, you can have, like, some guy from Russia play some guy from, you know, in the United States on TV. Anything. Put something on TV That's competitive. Right. Darts. You can and, bet on and, darts. And
1: once you start to get a morale lift, then people will be more reasonable. I, I think that now we're we're back into our old conservative versus liberal thing now. The liberals don't want to open the, uh, the country because they don't want Trump to benefit, and the conservatives do want Trump to benefit, so they want to country. You know, I mean, please... This is really a deadly situation. Everybody knows that. So let's just take it methodically. But there's no reason you can't open sports. Open them.
0: Let's do it. I agree. Uh, Bill O'Reilly, now listen, uh, you talked on your uh, Bill O'Reilly podcast about China. What China did to us uh, by allowing these flights to to leave Wuhan and locking down the rest of China, but allowing them to come to, say, JFK, which is why New York is in such a... Uh, the state that we're in right now, everything is shut down, we, uh, people are dying. We know that. But we can't hold them accountable necessarily because we depend on them. It's quite the conundrum for the United States.
1: I think in the uh, aftermath of the virus that is going to suffer dramatically, I'm predicting that the President Xi will be removed by his own party and the communists will remove him. Um, It's so bad in China, and people don't pay attention, I understand that. Um, But I'm in business to bring you very simple information, because I'm a simple man. So in the middle of this whole pandemic, there's a Chinese New Year, and the Chinese government allows a 40,000-family celebration in the middle of Wuhan, knowing the contagion is there and the contagion is rapidly putting people in the hospitals. They allow it. 40,000 families, so more than 100,000 people gathered together, and that's when the thing exploded. So you look and you say, okay, so we have a country that doesn't respect life, and that's, that's what it comes down to in China. Do they care whether people are killed in Wuhan? No. Communist government doesn't care about life. Um, everything is there to serve the state. So their mentality is is it's better for the state that nobody knows about the virus because it's going to hurt our economy. We'll try to tamp it down with the Army, which they did, but it didn't work. Um, And and that's that. Now, as far as the United States is concerned, we can pass legislation that um, key products are not to be made in China and American companies are not to participate in that. That can happen, and I assume it will happen. It will happen. Let's hope
0: so. The the Chinese, by the way, were smart enough to cut off travel from Wuhan to the rest of China, which is why you have single-digit death counts in in cities like Beijing, Shanghai, and Hong Kong. Not so much in New York, though, where they allowed flights to land at JFK and uh, elsewhere around the globe. I mean, they they were very, very evil in what they did. Yeah,
1: the problem with New York is the mass transit system. Um, and, And we have so many people taking it. And nobody knew about the virus, and a lot of people on the subways and the buses were infected, and that's why it, it went through the roof, because we have by far and away uh, the most use of mass transit. The other problem in New York is that um, there's a lot of tribalism here, in the sense that there are communities that don't really consume news. They they are non English speaking in some cases, and they were behind. They didn't know what was happening and it was still mingling. And, and so that's, that's what the problem was. It wasn't a, um, a presentation to all 16 million people in a New York metro area that, hey, you got a danger here. Stay off the subways. That never happened. And I don't blame anybody for it. I don't think it's fair to do that. Um, but that's why I'm explaining why our city and our area have so much suffering right now.
2: Bill O'Reilly, the great Bill O'Reilly. Of course, you hear his stuff every morning on this station. About seven fifteen, he's here every Thursday at eight forty. So you know the, the federal government, poor Donald Trumpy, you and know, every day has to battle what you know perception, right, uh, Bill? I mean, forgetting about what actually happens, perception. So they come out with this uh, small business relief thing. And, um, (laughs) of course, it goes to Shake Shack and Harvard and Ruth Chris. And only about a quarter of small businesses even get it. I know this is very anecdotal, but I got a bunch of friends who own businesses, Bill, in Brooklyn and Manhattan. Long Island. They didn't get anything. And they're nervous now. They're not going to get anything around two either. I mean, they are really, really nervous and depressed because the government has done nothing to make them believe they're there to help them. How badly did this backfire on, on what was good intentions, but turned out to be a disaster?
1: It always backfires. The bureaucracy never is efficient. When is the last time the bureaucracy anywhere has been efficient? Good point. Yep. I mean, when we were mobilizing for World War II after Pearl Harbor, there were so many screw-ups, nobody could believe it. And then finally, you know, this big lumbering bureaucracy gets its act together. Look at the nursing homes. That, that New York State ordered nursing homes to take active COVID patients.
0: Can you believe that? Yes. No, no, no it's terrible. That's, that's and,
1: and, and now we have, what, 5,000 dead um, in these nursing homes because the state of New York ordered nursing homes to take COVID patients without any isolation within the actual nursing home? This is Governor Cuomo. Now, I'm not blaming him. I don't think he said, oh, yeah, I, you know, but they don't know. The bureaucracy's too big. And so these unbelievable mistakes are made when you are dependent on the government. You're dependent on any government you're hosed, period.
0: Bottom line, Uh, yes. And Teflon Andrews so far has uh, escaped escaped any response. Yes, it should hurt him. It will. Uh, Bill, listen, uh, let's segue to uh, an interesting uh, topic right here. Uh, At BillOReilly.com, you have a poll. uh, Joe Biden's nomination for vice president. Now, this is a big deal because we know that if he gets elected, God forbid, he's not going to last a first term. So whoever he picks is going to become the president. Uh, who do you think, or, or, or uh, speculate, if you don't mind, who do you think he's going to pick? All right,
1: let's just, how much time do we got? Two minutes. Okay, so Whitmer was his choice, the governor of Michigan, that she was at the top of the list. But then Whitmer screwed up, and her state hates now, because she said, you can't drive from one house to the next, you can't have mulch, idiot stuff.
0: Right, no paint.
1: Right, so she's out. So now they got to go back to well, Michelle Obama's not going to do it, um, and that was made clear yesterday by her closest friend. She's not. So now they got you know the usual suspects. So nobody likes Kamala Harris out in California. They don't need California because Biden wins that state. You're not going to put a socialist. on So Elizabeth Warren is not going to get it. Maybe you fall back to Amy Klobuchar. Does it do the least amount of damage? If you put the Georgia woman on, um, uh, who lost the gubernatorial race, uh, there's a lot of downside there. So I'm probably going to speculate that Klobuchar is in the lead at this point. Oh,
2: so boring, my God. All right, uh, 30 more seconds. Only used uh, 60 seconds there. Do you want to see Bill O'Reilly, as uh, as big a Met band as anybody in the city, do you want to see A-Rod and J-Lo by the Mets?
1: <laughs> I want to see J-Lo by the Mets. You do? Because... <laughs> Before every game, was going to be a mass exercise thing at City Field, and she's going to be out there on the mound doing jumping jacks, and I am absolutely going to pay more money yeah. for my ticket.
2: Oh, wow. that, is, that is the best explanation I've you. heard yet. That is priceless.
0: Come
1: on, did you miss the Super Bowl or what? Are you blind? No, you know. There's going, going to be poles on the foul lines. You talk about the foul pole? She'll
0: be up the top of it. <laughs> that was a home run right there. That is great. She'll be on the foul pole. I love yeah. it. Bill, you're the best. God, you really are.
2: We love you. You're the best. You really are. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you.
0: All right, guys. All right. Stay safe. You too. You what too, a bro. great answer. That's a great answer right there. I'm telling you. Come that, on. That's who why, does that? That's why Bill O'Reilly is the Bill O'Reilly. God. J-Lo. On the, uh, on the, on the foul the pole. <laughs> on the foul pole. On the mound. Running the bases. Oh, that's great.